welcome to every one of you. Thank you. How are you doing, Pasa? Very well, Dad. Very well. You know, Dad, uh, I was thinking about that word last week. Dad, that word was very deep. You know, I was, I was thinking about how you were talking about how Eve was deceived by the serpent, and then Adam made that choice to go from glory where he was to a lower state, being translated down. It was a choice. And I was thinking about where we are today in this world, about how around us we see life in a certain reality. But really, heaven's reality for us is something that we've come from and that we're trying to get to. So I started wondering how much of what is going on around us today is a deception. How much of it have we accepted as reality, but truly it is not. And that where we are going on this journey is going back to heaven's reality, which is truth. You know, I want to thank you because I can see that there's so much that God is opening up to us. And you know, it's, it's not it's not always easy to go from having a religious mind or having been brought up in a church and struggling with many things being taught to us. So I know many people can struggle with that. But this is so clear. The way you exposed it and you opened it up and showed it, it was, it was unmistakable that this was the Word of God. Ah, we thank God. Yeah, so from the beginning of time, Satan has a way of hiding deception through songs, through movies, mm -hmm. now through schools today, everywhere. The world is continuously, every inch, every moment, every time, inch by inch, Satan is trying to everything for the manifestation of the Antichrist. Mm. Wow, yes. And the only way he can do that is by mass deception. You embrace certain ideology, savior mentality. You snitch on your neighbor for the greater good, savior mentality. Slowly you see, you know, I was thinking about it, some time ago, maybe 40-50 years ago, when the government, especially in America, tried to shut down the economy as they are doing right now, mm. there were riots. There were riots. They couldn't do it. Mm. And they had to reopen it. So from then, they have been studying how do we control the mass? How do we... There's been organizations with millions, if not billions of dollars, mm. exclusively studying mankind and their behavior. And how do we, how do we execute that next time when there is a pandemic? How do we bring control? And they, I can tell you, they've had greater success this time than last time. So the difference was last time, not everybody as whereas financially sound like now. Last time there was more challenges, more poverty. Um, so people quickly reacted. 
Yeah. And they said, no, no, no. And they, they were ready to fight for it. But now, everybody is bought by a coupon. Mm. They are bought by a Medicare. Yeah. The government has bought them. So, one week ago they said, ah, 250 people, she can gather. Then they said, no, back to 25. What do you think they're doing? Conditioning you not to react. And the guy in charge is coming and telling you, we don't have any cases. Yet we are going to do this. And the entire population, millions of people, they quietly accepted today. Why? Is a level of comfort that is given. Deception. This is how the enemy very slyfully control a generation. Very slyfully. You talked about uh, the revelation the Lord gave us on Adam. I've been hearing about it all week. Uh, you know, I preached many other things in that sermon. Eh? You guys caught on to just that. That one was your favorite. Because it, it was very... eye-opening. So, I understand. If we can just zoom into that, we were talking about translation, being translated into glory. That's where we started. Today, if I can focus on translation by association, The way the Lord leads me is very unique from week to week. Last night it was Ruti that the Lord used to wake me up 3.30 in the morning. I can hear her singing in the bed. And she's singing, Awake my soul. In her baby language she's singing, Wake my soul and sing. So I took that as God telling me, 3.30 in the morning, she's saying, I wake my soul, it has to be a prophetess. <laughs> That was so funny. So I got up. I was getting certain information in the spirit. So I was up till 6.30. And I know that the Lord wants me to talk to our people about this. So you know, this is how precise and specific the Lord leads. There's an amount of mysteries God gives to each individual to steward. So, I can go here or there or that topic or this topic or, you know, the Lord gives us that freedom. But for those that are available to be led, He takes them to unique places that are precisely orchestrated 
and designated for the individuals that are about to tune in mm. and to hear the word of god so if you have tuned in welcome welcome you know the confidence that god is speaking that we are at his throne room that his nearness is our greatness is everything now god you if you notice a tree that over many 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 years the roots have gone 20 feet below mm. 20 feet is a lot yes yeah it's twice or thrice the size of a person yes so over decades the tree has get gotten there and the tree is very proud of it the tree is very established mm. healthy good good growth and then you come across another tree that that tree the roots are 100 feet mm. into the ground hey the ancient oaks so then you start thinking wow wow when somebody is talking about you can go deeper you can go greater you can go further in god further in the love of christ you can grow into being a general of god that's all i care that our people don't just be believers but they will be generals uh, i'm not interested in just raising followers i'm interested in seeing leaders that soar that's the difference that's what many people will not understand that's fine so the one that has took two decades to grow 20 feet deep if you go to them and tell them look you can go 100 feet their logical minds cannot register it because 20 years they've lived life too long in god mm. and they've only reached 20 feet yeah so for them is more like is this all needed is this hard work needed mm-hmm. <laughs> is this dying that you talk about is it needed yeah is this death to the flesh needed is this dying to self picking up the cross is that needed is that required do we need to be so strict on ourselves do we need to be so hard on ourselves why investigate why search it out because come to my church we all doing very well 20 feet deep we love jesus we are ready for the rapture and in fact we have a pastor is better than yours and they're very proud of it is good i like that confidence that your church is better it's good that's always you're not saying that you shouldn't be that confident but but that is also a danger that you that 
25th now is expected to be everybody's standard. Mm. Oh wow, yes. Mm. So I pray that uh, as we journey you will recognize we are not happy with 20 feet. Mm. We are saying God take us deeper. Yes, come on. Oh. And I'm God. As we go deeper pebbles are no more pebbles. They are bigger rocks. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Small problems are closer to the surface. But as you go deeper to the core, then you start uh, facing bigger rocks, bigger temptations. Mm. bigger challenges bigger need for dying wow oh so can i say, can i say that i am not just inviting you to an adventure i'm inviting you to your own dying to the self this is where it is safe for some people to just part ways because they've reached a comfortable place that's it when i've got a last week we celebrated 11 years of a marriage but we also celebrated 27 years in the ministry and i can tell you the rocks get bigger and the faith gets finer. Mm. And so no matter how big it gets, the faith of the mustard seed is able to remove those rocks and let the roots go deeper. So Christian life is not without problems. But a victorious Christian life learns to solve the problems mm. through Christ in them. Wow. Yeah. So that's the journey. So you literally have to every week fine tune yourself. It's like a car mechanic. You take it to a expert mechanic. Just by starting the car, just by hearing the sound of the car, he's already saying, "Ah, do you know about that?" Yes. That's amazing. That means he's an expert in locating the trouble in the car and he, you have to always fine tune it. That is why you take them for servicing every 6 months every year you take and just fine tune it a bit. Because last year's fine tuning is not enough this year. Some not some bolts have loosened up and you have to learn to get out. You have to learn to fine tune it. You have to learn to overcome that. every week child of god you have grown so well in the things of god you have matured now when you see a deception you are able to tell when you see the lying enemy come to you you are able to identify it you're no more a child you are a mature child of god in that level of maturity i talk to you as a mature adult in the kingdom and let me remind you 
no matter how much somebody grows in the lord no matter how much they grow in the lord according to their level of maturity and according to their level of capacity challenges come so your last challenge was only according to your spiritual capacity now that your spiritual capacity has grown up the challenge has grown too now baby demons don't come to fight you now bigger demons come because they know ah she or he has grown so much now it requires for my attention mm. because baby demons are coming back to their mama demon saying ah it didn't work <laughs> you understand and then you seeing them cry saying we tried we failed so bigger demons are sent saying take him down take it down so we have to keep fine tuning mm. small small adjustments that help us get better so in the case of what we were learning from last week we all read about how adam chose to join her because the scripture says adam was not deceived don't fight me on that it's in your bible read it so there you see he chose to join her and i told you we can't make eve we can't put the, all the blame on eve because the instruction was upon adam adam had to stop eve from not talking to the serpent so it was adam's responsibility that is why god didn't come correcting eve he went correcting adam because your garden your responsibility now i'd like to zoom a little into what is going on with eve right now because in in all this matter man of god the fact that eve was deceived we can't think that god was not fair because again going back to the arguments of atheist their argument is what kind of god is this he is so sadistic he is playing a game he is putting them in a spot and he is having fun you know watching them fight each other no 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 hold it no god is very fair so he is very fair when he is coming and only scolding adam then he is very fair even in the capacity god has given eve Now, last week i told you adam was very intelligent i said don't underestimate adam now let me tell you don't underestimate eve because just as adam was the first man eve was the first woman mm. meaning even her spiritual intelligence was very high yeah, wow so now we can't have this victim mentality that oh eve messed up also said she didn't know no 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 she knew very well mm. now i'll tell you i'll, I'll prove to you why 
because the god that we deal with is a very fair god you can't argue with that he's a very just god very righteous in all his ways that's what the bible says not in just one thing in everything so that means that even in the garden he had to be very fair even in the garden his righteousness had to be seen so in the dealings with adam free will had to be there in fact the only way sin could be sin as if there was not force involved now somebody that is forced upon you cannot accuse them of a sin because they their will was not involved in it therefore it is the will of the man that made him like god wow and it was the will of man that satan manipulated to tap into a certain weakness he saw in that will mm. okay i'll i try my level best to make it simple so when eve is approaching there is this this whole uh, fairy tale that some people you know many movies are they get their inspiration from the bible and they kind of manipulate the biblical stories yes. they add their own f- flavor to it yeah. and then it gets even sad when pastors start preaching from those stories <laughs> because the, it sounds nice so if you see there's some movies they talk about how the snake hypnotizes a kid and then the snake coils around the kid and kills you know i've heard such preaching but then that would not be sin So when you hear Satan deceived Eve it is not Satan hypnotizing Eve it is not Eve walking into the garden and hypnotized by the serpent and saying oh i'm eating the fruit and then she eyes open no 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 that's movies that's not how it happened because she was also spiritually as intelligent remember she is a flesh of the flesh bone of his bone So in that level of spiritual intelligence so then you're thinking what do you now mean by deceit we're breaking away getting into details now uh i hope you're enjoying with us this is exciting thank you holy spirit what do you mean by deceit does this does it mean deceived as in she was too innocent and S- satan was smarter than her then we can understand the whole idea of sympathy but then what if she knew had understanding mm it wasn't like she was ignorant now man of god when you looking at over time intelligence of men have reduced its capacity mm. okay knowledge has increased yes but intelligence okay human intelligence today human intelligence is not merely humans human intelligence is artificial intelligence wow okay it's not one man who is smart mm. one man 
one man has tapped into something that is smart called a computer okay wow. okay so so the difference of you had to understand so this the closer you go to genesis less artificial intelligence more natural intelligence the closer you go to antichrist less natural intelligence mm. more artificial intelligence wow. the world is now going to be run by ones and zeros because a vaccine is beyond one human a mark of the beast is beyond just one guy sitting and writing a code these are just pawns these billionaires they are just pawns tomorrow when their use is over satan will throw them out chew them and spit them in darkness and hell and they'll be screaming in the darkness saying listen i signed the deal with you you broke the deal and satan will be laughing saying that's what i do didn't you know that <sighs> so eve did not approach that out of ignorance then the opposite is true she's still intelligent so how did deception take place how did deception take place you have to go back to when somebody is using a strategy it is because the strategy worked on them mm. i will not be able to use a strategy if i didn't know it works wow True. so when satan is coming and using a strategy hey, on her hey, hey, hey. obviously from his experience that strategy has worked on him my goodness mind you unlike human being satan has studied himself very well he has studied this god more than many believers have that is why he is able to quote more verses than you can so not everybody who quotes the verses means they believe so look at how satan functions it goes back what does he he pulls a page from his life the page from his life was not ignorance the page from his life was arrogance mm. wow so he did not disobey god we're talking about satan lucifer now when he disobeyed god in the garden that he was in heaven the heavenly garden in that moment he was not ignorant wow he was arrogant wow so there is a sin from ignorance and there is a sin from arrogance so this man he desires wanting something that was not given to him wow so many sin because they were not able to wait patiently mm-hmm. something was not given to them but they wanted it a inheritance was not given to them it was not time mm-hmm. but they wanted it before time yeah. so many many mistakes you see today is anything that is eaten before time wow it is not yet time you are not yet betrothed but you take eat of the fruit before time Okay, it is not given to you and you take it so satan now approaches her like i said it is not out of ignorance mm-hmm. it is by sowing ambition 
you will see when Satan now comes to tempt the second man, Adam, Jesus, you, he uses the same trick. He did not tempt Jesus with poverty. He tempted Jesus with riches. He did not tempt Jesus through starvation. He wanted to tempt Jesus with food. So those who are against riches, you should also be against food. Okay, just I had to put it in there. <laughs> Because some people don't think through. <laughs> I'm 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 going very carefully. I don't lose a second. This is so good. So now you're looking at Eve. Her temptation is not out of ignorance. Her temptation is not out of poverty. It is out of ambition. What more could you have? What more? The temptation of Lucifer was he wanted something that was not given to him. Yes. The temptation now of Eve was not from a lack. It was to take that was not given. Mm. Same temptation you see throughout. So it's easy not to be tempted in poverty. That temptation is the easy one. You are easily passing it because you don't have money and you're like, Jesus, I love you, Jesus. Even if I don't have money, I love you. Even if I don't have a good shoe, I love you. But what do you do when you have 20 shoes? <laughs> so the temptation of lack is the easy one that you can win. But the temptation of plenty is what we learn, what we need to learn to win. Mm. So many believers don't even want to get there because they are so sure about themselves. They won't pass that. But what our Lord Jesus passed is the temptation of plenty. So you have to learn. Being faithful when you have little is the easy part. But can you be faithful when you have plenty? I've seen this over and over again. I've got... People come, oh, they don't have breakthrough, they are hungry, thirsty, but whatever the man of God says, they were ready to listen. Give them a breakthrough. One business, mm. one new car, mm-hmm. and they're gone. Wow. New job, they are gone. Because that's it. They, they were faithful to God in their lack, but they couldn't be faithful to God in their plenty. So the shortcut is not to stay in lack. The way to overcome that is to grow your spiritual stature greater than your physical need. Wow. Yes. So no matter how much you have on this earth, you're not moved by it because your spirit is grown greater than that. Ah, yeah. oh, my goodness. I just wow. just give a very wow. important secret there. It's a key that I've given you. When your spiritual capacity is growing in high speed every week, you're growing, 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 growing. The, if your spiritual capacity is not growing, man of God, you can get a second-hand car and you're already arrogant. You can get a second-hand car and already Satan has hijacked you with arrogance and pride and he's taken you away from the Lord. But if your spiritual maturity is grown, If your spiritual stature is grown, 
what do i mean by that meaning you have engaged in the things of heavenly things you have met heavenly beings you have met heavenly you've had heavenly encounters you have tasted a different taste <laughs> you have tasted you have smelled a different fragrance you have seen metals that don't exist on earth so when somebody lines up five cars in front of you you you're not moved in fact the more you have the more generous you become the more you give away overcoming the temptation of plenty is not by having lack to overcome the temptation of plenty is by giving away what you have the more you get the more you're free to sow where it is right to sow where it is needed to sow you don't sow it everywhere you don't throw it to pigs as for another day so let's look at eve eve now decides she needs more information than the information that was given to her by the instructions of the lord given to this her husband genesis chapter 3 you will see the way he came to eve is very important he came by asking questions go ahead as you said prophet in genesis chapter 3 starting in verse 1 yeah now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the lord god had made and he said unto the woman yea hath god said ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden he starts by asking asking questions that he knows what is already the answer he already knows but he comes by asking questions now so when you look at eve going back to what i was saying her spiritual intelligence you can't say oh god i didn't know because if she's about to say god i didn't i didn't know this was a, this 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 is was beyond my power i was forced to eat that then that is no more a sin mm. because it was against her will sure so in order for it to be sin there needed to be her participation of not just action but her will she had to understand what she was doing so she knew <laughs> we have to prove that <laughs> that's 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 the burden of proof right we have yes. to prove we don't want to just bring a theology we want to show you you have to we have to look investigate into the detail and find out because that's how we know what we need to avoid so how did she have that have that knowledge and still eat mm. yes because that is how her will is involved when she knows what she is doing yeah. okay that is why he starts with the question did god really tell you is ask asking a question engaging her will now what is happening a weed is sown okay man of god remember the scripture it says 
when those people came to the master in the parable of Jesus and said master how did this happen he said somebody has come in the night and sown these weeds in the night you can get that for me i found it here in matthew chapter 13 starting in verse 24 says another parable put he forth unto them saying the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field but while men slept but when men slept yes when men slept men slept when adam slept when you are no more thinking when you are no more engaging when you are not being wise and alert and sober mm. when men oh. slept okay when your walls are down while men slept mm. his enemy came mm. and sowed tares among the wheat when they slept the enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat What is the strategy of Satan? God is doing a beautiful thing in the garden. Enemy creeps in to sow tares among them, to sow weeds among the seeds. Yes. You didn't invite them. But they wow. came. Wow. Serpent wasn't invited. What are they doing? They are sowing a tare. they are sowing a thought yes they are sowing an information now that is going to fight the instruction that was already on her spirit wow a lie and that usually comes as a question said do you did god really say that yeah i just want to know i am new i don't know anything you have to be wise and you have to smell the serpent from a distance yes 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 cuz some of these guys hey they make accounts just for this to contact to connect put a seed mm. now for that seed to affect eve and this is where it gets interesting man of god it cannot have had been overnight in the moment she just said okay let me eat it cannot it cannot and i'll tell you why because sin has to be conceived that's what the bible says if you can read james chapter 1 verse 15 we been in principles we're not just bringing a theory it's so exciting to see the word of god <laughs> like this man of god james chapter 1 verse 15 mm. then when lust hath conceived so lust has to conceive yeah. let's not complicate it It's simple thoughts yeah actions in the form of thoughts in your head yeah. that has to conceive Okay and then sorry man of god i just saw in in the other version right beside the esv it says the desire desire the desire has to conceive yeah okay go on it, it when it's conceived it bringeth forth sin 
it brings forth sin okay so when i tell you there that eve was not sitting there hypnotized by the snake and he was just ignorance and she could plead innocence that's why i'm telling you this was i'm supporting it and showing you that it could not have just been the serpent mm. and oh he was so convincing her there was hypnotized the snake hypnotized my eyes and i just took and bit it and my eyes was open no 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 it had to conceive somewhere before sin is formed yeah read it by man of god then when lust had conceived mm-hmm. it bringeth forth let's read sin. the esv for with the word desire then desire hmm. when it has conceived okay gives birth to sin so desire when it is conceived gives sin and when sin is full grown and when sin is fully grown uh-huh. brings forth brings forth what death death wow <laughs> so jesus wow. so so god is saying the day you sin you will die yeah but it's not the same day that she died my goodness so somewhere there needs to be a conceiving mm-hmm. but before the sin conceives and before it turns to death there must be desire desire wow so now i'm telling you he was not foolish wow he was not ignorant no. he was not innocent if participated in her sin my goodness 100% my goodness. still deceived but it deceived how wow out of her desire so what happened what happened how did desire form meaning from the moment adam pulls her and says look at that tree you see that tree that's what is commanded we should not eat mm-hmm. now she never leaves the tree out of our sight just constantly she's going everywhere yeah. but her eyes are on the tree why not what happens if i eat what happens if i eat she's meditating on it desire is being formed the more you meditate on something mm. so why do you think somebody random somebody is coming and putting a seed a thought a lie in your inbox yeah. yes they want you to meditate on it until it conceives mm. and how does it conceive next time your your ministry head comes to you and say hey don't stand here stand here or don't sit there don't do that don't sing next week don't play the guitar tomorrow now you are offended you are sulking you are hurt ah he didn't shake hands with me oh he didn't say hello to me Oh he oh how could he how, I didn't get a chance now you meditate on that meditate now what is happening that is now turning into a sin soon it is going to bring death death is elimination out of the garden expiry of a blessing death please let's not complicate things death is an expiry of a grace that is on your life but in order for that to come somebody has to put a seed so now a seed is sown you don't even think about it but imagine 
a question is formed, a seed is sown. Now this is in the back of your head. Until you meditate, you meditate, you meditate. You, now instead of receiving the word, you are sitting and meditating on the words of Satan. Wow. Oh. You meditate on it, meditate. But yeah, God said not to, but he told me that God is hiding something. Ah, it's because God doesn't really want me blessed. God doesn't want me to become like him. Is there the, she meditates on a tear that was sown in the night when men slept. She desired that fruit long enough, man of God, that a serpent could come and now simply ask a question. Did God really say that? Oh, I'm just new. I don't know anything. I'm just trying to because you know have more understanding than me. So I'm trying to learn from you. Did God really say that? And then in the next two minutes, he's going to teach you what to do, but he's going to start acting like he doesn't know. He said, did God really say that? A dare. Now, because of her meditation, all day she was like, what happens if I eat that fruit? That is why you don't engage with a serpent. You don't waste your God-given grace arguing with a serpent. You block them out mercilessly. No matter how cute they look, block them out. If you observe what happens after that, It's only moments after she takes the fruit. So, man of God, the question then we need to ask, who is our association? Our association is either translating us to glory or promoting us to death. Our association is either taking us to the next level or demoting us yeah. into an expiration, expiry of a blessing mm-hmm. in our life. Yeah. Just by association, the only thing this happened did was so words that was not supposed to have been heard. And that in a weak moment, the heart was ready to conceive itself to death. That is why I will never understand a believer that has an unbeliever as your best friend. All the spiritual understanding you have. But your friendship is somebody who has zero understanding in the things of God. But that means they have also much understanding in the things of the world. Who is leading whom? That's my question. If you didn't lead them to to Christ, then they are leading you into the world. I don't understand when I see people that are completely unequally yoked. Then I'm starting to think 
maybe they are equally yoked ooh 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 <laughs> maybe ooh. they are just in the church but it does not mean anything they are still equally yoked so that means then what you have may not be spiritual growth is the appearance of religion wow because you seem very dedicated to god yet your association is with the serpent yeah 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 please tell me what advice what godly advice are you getting from this individual who doesn't step into the house of god oh, oh, wait a minute so you're telling me that this individual is advising you the things of god and this person doesn't have a relationship with god there's a problem yeah. Yeah. we are fine tuning right now yeah. i told you we, the car has to be fine tuned yeah. not big issues just small fine tuning there must be a passion for a child of god that serves god oh the the the, the kind of passion when Samuel heard the king of Agag was there mm. the prophet he has took a sword and cut Agag into pieces hey it sounds very murderous what are you a serial killer what experience do you have never did it before but the passion for the lord refuses to allow a serpent into the garden mm. because now you will show him mercy but later on he and his children are going to come and take over your kingdom yeah, yeah, yeah. they take over your garden they will steal your blessing mm-hmm. showing no mercy to a serpent <laughs> over and over again when i got i've seen this happen when somebody wants to steal a member in your church because they can't go and fish where the fish is in the world they prefer fishing in other people's pond and get the fish that they've already caught The way they do that is first by telling this person don't tell your pastor that we are talking to you. Duh. Everyone that I've seen first thing they say is don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody we're talking because we want to make sure we have deceived you enough that now even if the man of God talks to you mm. he can't help you anymore mm. because you've too far gone away. Yeah. And then you have to study yourself and say every time you have fight with your spouse why is it so hard to come and tell your spiritual parents but why is it so easy to go tell your colleague because spiritual parents is not going to tell you hey you're right and we we, we smoothen your wounds and we feed into yourself pity party they're going to expose your darkness and you don't like that So it is easier for you to go and talk about divorce to a colleague who is going to say yeah man you deserve better. Ah yeah dump him you're going to find a nice cool looking guy hey, is he the guy is looking at you. Oof she's going to feel your desire for sin. So there. imagine if you didn't you were not hitched you could have now come with us to this beach we were having so much fun there oof seats how come you have such friends in your life that are so in tears 
when your spirit sleeps yeah. your spirit man right now is going through a valley your spirit man is sleeping long time ago i preached this man of god and i'm thinking about it now and i think wow i said it is better to be fallen at the feet of jesus than to be trampled under the feet of satan yeah. you may be a fallen believer but you know what just as a was in the old testament they used to do it when a man has sinned he would run into the temple and hold on to the altar and he would find mercy child of god you may be a mess but the best place for you to be is still in the house of god amen is still to be fallen at the feet of jesus and say god i'm messed up i don't know what to do but i'm not leaving here i i don't feel worthy i feel unholy i feel like the worst piece of whatever but i just cling to the cross i just get there it might feel like i've been in this mess too long but i will stay there until the precious blood washes me purifies me makes me whole i will stay there uh, there you will be restored amen there you will be whole doubt is the worst killer of faith so what is the enemy sowing he sows doubt he makes you doubt the messenger god has sent you he makes you doubt that god is really behind him he makes you doubt the church you are planted at he make you doubt that the stream really is a stream doubt is the killer of your faith if he can so doubt he can steal your blessing <laughs> if he can so doubt he can kill your marriage if he can so doubt that maybe your wife is terrible oh, i can find somebody better than you hey hey it's the killer of faith Ah, this enemy will constantly speak to you ah, I, if it is anybody else I would have had a better life it's a seed satan is planting a tear that the satan is planting get rid of it today fine tune your spirit man that is why our lord jesus kept withdrawing to the presence of god withdrawing to prayer kept withdrawing to prayer because prayer was his place of protection and hearing the words of god of his father was his protection there he was secure so i'm going to go one more time let me try to pull everything together from last week to this week it's it's so huge but i'm trying my level best to make it simple for you so the first man adam 
was not deceived as your bible says he chose if in disobedience now who is the second man adam jesus jesus now hear me beloved of god the second man adam jesus also chose his bride the first man adam saw eve out of glory and chose to be with her in disobedience the second man adam also saw the bride without glory and chose to come down to be with her from glory left the glory downgraded himself came and joined her but not out of disobedience but out of heavenly obedience parallels parallels and he did that with constant communion with god he did that out of obedience to his father in order to redeem her back into the glory we may not have time to go deep on that this week i'll try to touch about it next week pastor if you'll remember remind me that will bring you some parallels for us to understand thank you prophet but let me give you a few practical tips of how your association can either be your elevation or your termination if you study the life of job you will see even through a terrible valley and there came to him three friends many people praise these friends as they say oh you need to have good friends like job but the bible says god was angry with them mm. what do you learn from that go to job 42 verse 7 please you will see what happens there job chapter 42 verse 7 mm. and it was so that after the lord had spoken these words unto job the lord said to eliphaz and timonite My wrath is kindled against thee. Kindled. Man, that's a scary word. Why? My wrath is kindled against thee and against thy two friends, hmm. for you have not spoken of me the thing that is right. You have not spoken the thing that is right. You know, what i'm going to teach you is going to make you more uncomfortable because the more closer you examine the majority of us we've made these mistakes we don't understand the difference between friendship and fellowship mm. yes so we allow friends to have access into our spirit and they begin to fellowship us into promotion or termination so let me try to define this for you so it makes it easy please i don't want to just give you 
the theory. I'm trying to give you something practical. Yes. Or you can identify. So now you know this suffering that he's going through was caused by Satan. So Satan will always put a circumstance that can cause you you certain friends to come close to you. And a suffering that will cause friends to come close to you. I said if you study that whole book of Job you will see these guys were defending God. They were very self-righteous. They were beating poor Job down, you know, as if talking on behalf of God. But God was upset. They were talking about God. So that's another thing that you have to remember. Not everybody that comes to you talking about God is from God. Wow. Dangerous. So they approach in the name of God. Don't forget it was the chief priest that worshiped and served God in the temple that crucified Jesus, not Roman soldiers. Okay? So not everybody who talks about God is for you. So that's one of the biggest deception many people make. Say, "Okay, I've left the world, now I've come into church." Now anybody who can quote few verses now maybe my best friend. Hey. Are they sent to you? Are they sent by the Lord to your life? Where are you planted? These are simple things that you have to ask. Immediately you are able to know a seed from a weed. So suffering caused by Satan and immediately out of nowhere certain friends are fueled to come close to him why to cause the anger of the lord to come upon job wow willfully so now they're not going to come and say curse god but they are going to suggest things like how the serpent suggested in the garden that is going to make him sin in his thought in his loyalty to the lord so you have to be careful when certain people are coming near you in your suffering not everybody that comes close to you during your suffering is coming to help you they're coming to take advantage of your suffering to deceive you further your suffering out of the pain of rejection your suffering your suffering i just wanted some love and i didn't get love they didn't invite me to a party or whatever they you 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 are suffering because you wanted love hear me carefully and that moment when you're suffering because of the lack of love somebody is coming close to you wanting to give you free love you're suffering because your husband is not loving you the way he is supposed to love you all of a sudden there is a serpent in your garden giving you all the love now in order for it to be a sin your will has to accept that love wow so how do you accept the love you say yeah he doesn't treat me right you justify your act my goodness therefore the sin now is ready to become death in your life ha rokombrosia 
You see, any sin in your life, the reason it steals your blessing, you got to understand people of God, you, the blessing of God on your life does not simply get terminated. The grace of God simply does not leave your life. So Satan now has to create an occasion, a cause, an offense that causes you to, with your own will, to justify the anger, justify your sin, and thereby putting the seal of death on your life. Please remember this, everything that in your life. So when you see anger against your spouse, you are upset with your wife. What is Satan doing? He's trying to justify a sin. Wow. That is why the Bible says, in your anger, do not commit sin. <laughs> Because when you start justifying that, mm. you're now getting ready for the sin to become pregnant and for it to give birth to death. Fine tuning. Yeah. Our roots must go deeper, man of God. Amen. I, I won the hundred feet. Yes. You know, the more I look in the spirit, sometimes <laughs> it's exhausting. Because I'm like, 27 years later, what is ahead of me is greater than what is behind me. So I can either be proud of the 20 feet or I can say, wait a minute. <laughs> Before dying, I want to make it to that 80 more feet in my life. Yeah. Fine tuning. So Satan is looking very hard to justify our sin to give us a reason to say, yeah, your anger is justified. But a child of God, like Peter, when he saw so many people leave and the Lord Jesus asked, do you want to leave too? He said, where will I go? You have the words of life. Yes. That is a reflection of somebody who has tasted God's goodness inside. Nothing is going to take me out of being a rooted believer. No words can take me. So he's saying, he's identifying that there are words out there and there is words of life. Okay? You will always be surrounded by intelligence, artificial intelligence, satanic intelligence and human wisdom. And then in all of that, you'll have to discover divine wisdom. Wow. And everything looks like wisdom, man of God. That's the problem, right? Wow. Go to Job 38. Read verse 2. Job chapter 38, verse 2. Who is this that darkeneth counsel? Who? Now, this is another moment where God is upset with the friends of Job. Why is he upset? Who is this? That darkeneth counsel. That darkens counsel. Go on. 
By words without knowledge. By words without understanding. Wow. Without information. Without enlightenment. Wow. That's what I mean. Wisdom. There's all kinds of wisdom that is surrounding you. Yeah. There's internet wisdom. Google wisdom. Yeah. There's that wisdom, this wisdom. And out of that, there is a counsel. From the throne room. And it is now up to you to know that there are other words that are darkening a counsel. Can I take it a little deeper? Please. God is asking, who is it that darkens the counsel with words without knowledge? Meaning over Job's life, there was instructions. Mm. Wow. Even when it looks like he is dying, there was counsel over his life. That's what we talked about, words of life that were still stopping him from meeting death. He's broken, but still words of life was over him. He's still not promoted, but words of life was in his life. He's still not married, but words of life. She's still without children, but words of life. He's still looking like there's debts over him. But as long as you can hold on to the words of life, you're coming out of that death. Amen. You're coming out of that sickness. Amen. You're coming out of that barrenness. You're, you're coming out of that brokenness. Mm. Who is this? That darkens that existing life, words of life, Counsel is the words of life that is hanging over his head. That is the very thing that is going to cause him not just be restored, restored twice. But now Satan comes into the garden where Job is sitting and uses words to darken the counsel. Let me quickly show you a strategy these friends had. You know, because sometimes we see what they have done, but you have to also see what they did not do. Because it's a, you, you follow the trajectory, you know what is going to come soon. Number one, they came to him in his suffering. So not everybody who is coming to you is God sent. Okay. Two, the Bible says they put ashes on their head, tore their robes. They were weeping with him. So it looks like they wanted to partake of their suffering. It looked like, oh, they really care. So can you imagine how much strategic Satan was? He did not just send a serpent. He sent three this time. And they even looked like they were willing to suffer with him. Pastor, 99% Christians would have been deceived by that. They would have said, man, these guys are suffering with me. Nobody cared. Nobody came from the church, but these guys came. They sat with us. They even they cooked food and brought me. Oh, people get so excited when somebody brings food. Hey, don't let somebody buy you with a soup. Is your spiritual capacity so less that somebody gives you fried rice and some French fries, and you already are ready to leave the place where you're rooted? Because they just showed you little love. You are ready to leave the place where God put you, the garden God gave you. 
the garden that shapes you, corrects you, molds you is uncomfortable, mm. but that's where God planted you. Amen. Zane mono sakanama. No one, three. And they all came and they all, so you appreciate them for coming. Two, you appreciate them for suffering with you. And of course, level three deception is they sat silently for seven days. Mm. Seven days is a number of perfection, right? <laughs> that is why, you know, when you see somebody approaching you, you have to let just wait. They'll start talking soon. They'll start talking soon. They'll slowly say, yeah, did God really tell you this? They'll bring you questions. Plan to take your heart away friendships in your life that takes you away from being a rooted child of God. That is why I'm saying there is no way a child of God that is running with God can have many friends. There's a problem. Somewhere you have to look. Or either you've done a good job of hiding your conviction to them that they don't even know you're Christian. So now you can coexist with them. But what happens when you begin to share your passion for Christ? Will they think that you're crazy? Will they still support your madness? Or will they think you're a cuckoo? That's how you know. This was a deception. Me to Wendy's with me. They bought me KFC. They did all that. But when it comes to God, they're going to take me away from God. Seven days they sat silently. Wow, what more can I ask? Friends who doesn't even talk. Seven days all they said was, listen, I'm just being your friend. You do what you want. Your God, I will not interfere. But seven days later they start talking and then goes downhill from there. So can you identify your friend who is now not taking you away from the Lord? They just want to be your friend. And you let them in. You take them into your house. You show them just like Hezekiah did. And then it goes downhill. Five years later, ten years later, you are now outside your garden and you're sitting and thinking, what happened? You lost your garden. You've lost the grace. And you're thinking, how did it happen? I started letting words take me away. You know, I, I grew up very, uh, very, uh, with very strict mother, I should say. Not parents, strict mother. <laughs> she was one praying mother. So she never let me watch any secular movies. She never let me listen to any secular songs. But in the school, you know, once a year they have school day. So those were the day all the secular songs and all these things. It was a huge program. That was the first time I heard a secular song. And I was like, you know, I didn't know it existed. <laughs> My mother had really shielded me from all that. So I remember, it's, I still, still remember because that song was so catchy 
talk about deception now eh? and i i was like i can't sing the song what is so cool i didn't know people write this kind of hey it's we thank god down that church today has people who write wonderful songs i i don't know what band it was but now don't look this up stay i'm trying to show you something the words were something like smile an everlasting smile can bring your heart to me and then went on to say words and words are all i have to take your heart away oh and i remember listening to that and thinking wow that is deep wow so how does the lord jesus wrestle with the hearts he dies on the cross but it's his words that are calling us how does satan deceive us he uses the same strategy that god uses words what how do you get rooted by believing the words of god how do you get uprooted by believing the words of satan words are all that is used to take your heart away so which words you listen to it matters your association can determine your termination or your promotion in god because that association comes with a set of words that can take your heart away either to the kingdom of light or to the kingdom of darkness we are fine tuned today go an extra extent of even fine tuning sermons that you listen i don't want to listen to every song pastor you know call me religious if you want i don't know what label you would use but i can't listen to all songs pastor causes shift in the spirit according to the revelation of the singer yeah hey so i want to guard my spirit mm-hmm. orientana sek i know that's why i started by saying 20 feet versus 100 feet some will even listen to it and say ah all this doesn't matter just love everybody just just you know live life okay enjoy your 20 feet i'm calling the generals of god i'm calling those who can find tune those that can look at this month and say i see tender shoots appearing i see the manifestation of god i see green again my life is about to take off you didn't see huge and mighty growth but this month pay attention all over i see shoots appearing 
I hope you have a church calendar. I see green all over. Flourish in the name of Jesus. As this word is coming to you, I speak. Let the presence of God push back darkness that is coming against you. Push back every lie of the enemy. You're falling in love with this precious lover of the soul all over again. Ah, somebody just love him right now. Somebody just by faith hug Jesus and say, Lord, you are all that matters. I put you in front. Front of my melody. You are all that matters, Lord. You are all that matters. I want to see you just worship the Lord with all your heart at your home. Adams, pull your Eve close to you. <laughs> Eve, hold on to Adam. Bring and say, Lord, you are all that matters. You are a best friend. On this narrow road, we may not have too many people that understand us, but you are our best friend. You are all that matters. Look, I don't need to pray for you, the atmosphere has already released a grace onto your life. I want you to know, this month, shoots begin to appear. But I want you to celebrate those tender shoots. Don't ignore the tender growth. Don't think it is too small. I want you this month to testify even the smallest of blessings. Send a message to us. Smallest of addition. Contact our pastors. Let them know. Yes, 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 yes. The pastors will bring that information to me. I want to. I want to hear about it. Send it to our social media. Our team is waiting to hear from you. Celebrate the joy and the nearness of them. I put the Lord before me. David said, I put the Lord before me. He's our best friend. He's our everything. I feel the deep love of the Lord all over me and I'm hoping that you're with me at the feet of Jesus. maybe in different places, but together at the feet of Jesus. Ah, you are loved people of God. <laughs>